Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me on this Sunday. Uh, for everybody just tuned in, I just shared the link to join the show live on Facebook. is in the description, YouTube in the description, and YouTube. I put it in the chat. If you're on Twitter, just let me know um, that you want to join, and then I'll share the link with you in the tweet. But uh, yeah, man, we here on this on this nice Sunday. Yeah. Last week of the NFL before the playoffs, uh, did your coach make the right decision of having some starters playing? Uh, as far as positioning, where do you see your squad matching up, you know, if it's already played out? I know it's still some moving parts. Um, I know the New Orleans and the Falcons game can cause some movement, I think. But for the most part, and then the Lions playing the uh, – what are they playing? The Vikings. And they want to win and see if the Cowboys lose and the Eagles lose so they could get the number two slot. Um, and I know that the Lions tight end actually got injured, too. So, you know, you know, share your thoughts on like the final week. Like if you play your starters, if they got incentives. Do you plan to get the incentives? Like that's always a good conversation because we know with the opt out in college football always compared to the last week of the NFL. Like when I see players opting out of bowl games. And then um, if fans have an issue with that, and then we go to the NFL and I'm like, well, I don't mind them sitting that last um, regular season game, you know, uh, because it's a lot of moving parts when it comes to just the mindset of do you play the game, sit the game? Are you letting your brothers down? And that's always a, a fun discussion because you just want to see if somebody maintains the same thought process throughout or do they just pick and choose? Um, I don't want to call it fake outrage, but they just pick and choose like when they have an issue with something. Is it just the dynamic has changed and that causes you to be in uproar? Because we talk about college sports, the dynamic is changing as far as the revenue and players being able to earn money off their name, image, and likeness and how folks don't like that because they came up and they were brought up that scholarship was enough. Um, and I don't think a lot of people understand the dynamic when it comes to the NCAA and being a nonprofit, things of that nature. So let me get Steph on here. What's up, Steph? What's good? What up? What up? What up? How you, bro? Man, I just came. I've been good, man. I've been all sick the last two days. Just feeling better today. Oh yeah. Yeah. Been working too much. Been working seven days a week, so I had to take the week at all. Are you headed yeah, I'm playing a, poker, a big polo tournament. I got two, like the next, like this rest of this month, I got two half a million dollar, two million dollar tournament to play. So hopefully uh, I can strike big this month. Okay. That's what's up. And what right, poker I haven't been back on my poker last year. At Murray Live. Where? Say it again. You cut out. 
Murder Live. Oh, okay. Where is that at? In Merlin. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can't really understand. It's a lot of background noise, bro. And you know, you don't speak the clear, so I got to keep asking. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure folks understand what you're saying. You right, yo. I just came up real quick. Yo, who was that? That mess. I thought y'all was playing that first, but that dude took it serious the other day. Yo, who was his problem? I don't know. You talking about? Oh, okay, say less. <laughs> I don't know, man. But uh. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, towards the today and give us uh, our NFC championship and our second uh, number two seed. Oh, so you got so do you have the Commanders beating the Cowboys? Can you, uh, can you, did you hear what I asked? Say it again. So say say what you said again. You said something about the Eagles in the number two seed. I can hear you. Did you ask about the Eagles no, and the numbers? Bruh. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the Dallas Cowboys and Lewis and Week. Okay. All right. That's what I thought you said. So you got the commanders beating the Dallas Cowboys. I got a bad Man, you going through a bad area. Like you really going in and out, bro. Yes. So hit hit me when you when you get situated, yeah, man. I'll call you back when I stop. All right, be safe. All right, that's that's Stefan. So Stefan, an Eagles fan, that stated that he looks forward to the Commanders defeating the Cowboys. Um, so the Eagles, with their victory over the Giants, can claim the number two seed in the NFC playoff standing. So, um, that's that's interesting because. I heard that A.J. Brown called a players meeting before this game. The Eagles been looking like trash can juice. Um, They really have. And uh, at the end of the day, they better show up because they ain't played a complete game all year long. And that should give you calls to pause. We got Zar in the back. What up, Zar? Turn your, turn your camera sideways for me, man. There you go. What's up, man? What's up, man? Can't call it, bro. Watching this damn Jaguar game. Oh, uh, see, that's why they losing. Yo, you be jinxing them, bro. Oh man, when I go to the game, I'm undefeated. They lose, but I really yeah. want. I, bro, I'm not a Jag hater like that, but I want them guys to win so the city will have a home playoff game against Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sports guy. I still like to go to the games and enjoy myself. They just. Oh, that's right, because Cleveland won't win a division because of Baltimore. Yeah, and I'm looking like all the Jags got to do is just win this game, and they got a home. They they host a home game, bro. But so are they going to the playoffs regardless? No, they lose as they out. Oh, they just posted a scenario. If they lose because the Texans Pittsburgh and Buffalo got automatic bids. Whoa, Pittsburgh again? Yup, there's Pittsburgh fans right now on TV with the terrible towels. Like, yo, I did not realize that was the dynamic. That's what's up. My yeah, man, Tom, man. to get it here, he'll backpedal into the end zone. I mean, into the uh, playoffs, huh? I know they don't like Tom because, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to a dude the other day at the gas station. He said, <laughs> one, no, I was in the uh, public supermarket getting a sub. And he's a Pittsburgh fan. And he looked mm-hmm. like when I said, you know, I'm from VA, Tomlin, you know, support. He looked like he wanted to say something. He was just like, 
I'm not a Tomlin fan, but I got to respect that man. He has never had a losing season at Pittsburgh. He just had to shut the hell up and go fix us up because he wanted up. to say something else. I see Derrick Henry got 154 yards and 17 carries. And they oh, said yeah, Derrick Henry was done. The Jags, man. man, look, I keep telling people, man, Derrick Henry not done, bro. He, he, he's, a, he's probably another exception to the rule. Like, as much as folks try to predict when they run the back, prime would decline, and when their, you know, production is going to, like, just be not non-existent, like, yeah. man, that dude different, man. He well, yeah, he don't have a lot of wear and tear on the body because if you if you look at the, the way he runs, he breaks some long ass runs. It's not like he getting twenty five to thirty carries like back in the day, where it's just like you know the Jerome Bettis days, and Larry Johnson, a sledgehammer. Yeah, he's not. Mm -hmm. He's breaking. I mean, yeah, I think he still has a lot of tread on the tire if he really wants to play. Yeah, you know. But if I'm Henry, I'm giving it probably another three four years. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, you I don't know, like the Barry you, Sanders quality. Yeah, I don't like. think you want to stick around super long. Nah, nah, nah. So what's going on with you, brother? Nothing, man. Just chilling. You know, Where the crew at? Ain't nobody up here today. What, what's going? Everybody must be watching football, man. Hey, man. Yeah, you know, this is the weekday. I didn't get nobody like a heads up. Yeah, I seen your. Yeah, I seen your, your 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 notification. Damn, I seen your notification. I got a question for you, real quick, man. Yeah. So, all right. I'm looking at uh, people. A lot of people asking me about Russell Wilson. Yeah. First of all, I want to say this on you. I got, I got some some beans to pick with you too. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I got to give a shout to Russell Wilson. First of all, for being a consonant professional. I said this on my mm -hmm. podcast because a lot of dudes would have went sideways on social media, scrubbing their account, saying reckless stuff. Like, let's say like Kyler Murray. Yeah. Calamari would have probably scrubbed his account, did some other stuff, you know, been on Twitter, just mouthing off. What do you think about the Russell Wilson situation? Because I'm telling everybody, even though let's say it's a strong possibility Russ may be gone, mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen in the pre the postseason. They may sit down, they may mend the fence, and everything may be good. I'm telling everybody just to calm down. What are your thoughts on that, bro? I mean – the human reaction is to always just have a lot of emotions attached. So I understand why people voice whether they with the Broncos, against the Broncos, with Russ. But as far as with Russ, throughout his career, he's always been the, the consummate professional. And a lot of times people see that as a weakness because he won't really engage and be combative for the world to see. Like anytime. No emotion. Yeah. Anytime you don't do things in the public, people just think you just sit out with your hands, like sit on your hands and you don't say nothing just because. They didn't see it. And that's how Russ operates. Russ is not going to let you see how he's moving because that's not yeah. for everybody to see. Yeah. And a lot of times I just feel like like with organizations, when it comes to players, like it's always business when the team does it. But when the player does it, it's selfish. So you see that now, like with Russ, with that injury guarantee, the Broncos did the business thing. Uh, uh, it's, it's just that they try to, pause packages is something else you can't say it's his play like anybody that jumped on like what well, russ won't play oh, well you could say that last year but not this year oh yeah russ russ top 10 in almost all categories yeah so you know i understand both sides and i understand russ too like russ understands like you're only one organization i'm not gonna mess up and you always say like i'm gonna be a businessman i'm not gonna burn bridges i'm not gonna let other narratives start to 
to take over to where I can't get a job somewhere else or I'm not respected somewhere else because you just right. won't stop. So that's why I respect about Russ. And even when like Future used to come at him, like Russ never responded. Everybody want to see guys be combative. Drama. And, and when one side doesn't respond, people always make it seem like, well, the person that's the loudest must have been telling the truth because that person ain't respond. It's like, he could, they could have respond. They just ain't going to let you see them respond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they could just say it ain't worth responding because... I ain't gonna get nothing out of it. So it's so many layers to it. Um, we just in the social media age where we want to see the back and forth. Like we want to well, see the 50 cents. We want to see the games. We want to see dudes just on drama. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speak, speaking speaking of drama and responses, there's two two things. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna hijack your show. Yeah. Um, so the cat Williams, the 40 times is hilarious, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Yo, that dude is just like. That dude is funny, man. I love him for that. We're gonna, we're gonna discuss that. The cat wills 40 time. Yeah, we gotta discuss that. Yeah, but Ari Spears, I was watching him, and I, I'm, I'm a fan of Ari Spears or most Me of the too. stuff, you know, comedian. Yep. He had a uh he had a reel the other night that said basically we as black people live for the drama. And he mm. said Cat Williams didn't cure anything, he didn't solve anything. You know what I'm saying? It was like he was like, um, People were saying we must protect Cat at all costs. From what? <laughs> it's not like he's up for assassination or not. He just basically told his side of the story and rehashed some old stuff. And you know, we we in the community acting like he's gonna be assassinated or something. Cat gonna be all right. You know, we live in a microwave society where if this is the the the, the hot the hot take. Yeah. You know, it but is. but Aerie Spears is like, man, look. Steve Harvey, he had a point. Steve Harvey's moving on. They're still going to be the same. Ari Spears, Kevin Hart. It's not like their business is going to go down. Cat Williams is going to be where he's at, and all the other people are going to be where they're at. Mm -hmm. You know, their domains are already set unless they do something drastically to affect themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, Ari Spears is right, bro. Ari Spears is right on that. So, And, and the thing about Cat is, first of all, shout out to uh, – Shannon Sharp, Club Shay Shay. I think. Oh, yeah, he like elevated. 20, it's like it's like over twenty million views for the Oprah, cap. He Oprah status now. Yeah. So salute <laughs> the one thing I like about Shannon, and I like about this about any person that's interviewing a guest. Let the guest speak. He just sat back. A lot of times, man, for guests is talking. Don't cut them off. Don't add your two cents. You let them talk. Just let them go. I think that's the yeah. best way to interview guests is to not even put. Put your beliefs and things like, you know, even if it's off the wall, like they just sharing how they feel. And I yeah. think, you know, when it comes to to Cat, like you could tell Cat looked at what everybody else said. And oh, yeah, I don't want to say he had an agenda because that make it seem like his being. Uh, he was ready. Yeah, he was ready. He, he was ready to share his side <laughs> of the story. And now folks want the Kevin Hart's. They want. Um, well, we saw Ludacris respond. We saw Kevin. Kevin, that really wasn't funny, man. I ain't gonna lie. What you say? Kevin Hart responded during the ESPN uh, coverage of the Knicks. Oh, he did? Uh, the Knicks and somebody else playing with his plastic cup. Boys, yeah, it was live, and he was yeah. trying to tell jokes. They won't really hit him. They won't well, really see, Amar, that's the thing I want to say. Luda, like, Cat must have touched a nerve because Ludacris they say Ludacris ain't rapped in 25 years, 20 years. 
Ludacris, no, if, if people pay attention to his Instagram, he do freestyles like that. Yeah, he freestyle, but I'm looking like, man, if I'm at that plateau where I'm making fast, furious moves and all that, you're not even getting my attention. You know why, what I'm saying? Why, 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 why is that, though? Like, th- th- here's one thing that I, I struggle with. If you don't respond, the person was telling the truth. If you do respond, Oh, he got you in your feelings. It's like it's a no. It's like you can't win. But to, but but that's the thing. That's that's why I said about uh, every Spears. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing's going to change if you don't respond. The public, your business is not going to be affected. The public may think something something about you. Just yeah. like um, DJ Khalid, Khalid. I'm seeing posts. You know he's Palestinian. You get the mm-hmm. Palestine War. Mm-hmm. DJ Khalid, he was under fire for not responding or not saying how he felt about the war. And it blew over. People still trying to hold him under the fire. Khalid's like, man, I'm not talking about that because it's going to affect this business. He just didn't respond. Yeah. And like I said, it's going to blow over sooner or later. So for Luda to respond... And all that Ricky Smiley crying on camera, I'm like, bro, y'all, you won't. If I'm at that level in my domain, as high as I want to be, a high up, even though my feelings may be hurt or I may be in my feelings, you won't like Russ. You won't. You won't detect that. You're not gonna mess my money up, bro. Yeah, that's you know? a fact. Yeah, man. It's just, just, just. And speaking of that, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Oh, Jack, yeah. got the ball back. Go, Trav. Man, they down by eight. They ain't gonna do nothing. No, I need a home, bro. I know I got the hookup. I be even they the score, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta converge. <laughs> yeah, they gotta, they gotta converge. What's up with you and your uh? What's the guy that was on your post? I ain't never seen you. I don't know. You called him OG. Come on, first of all, I'm not your OG. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I woke man. up three o'clock in the morning. I said, "What the hell is hot got going?" On? <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about, man? I don't know. You know that guy. I don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once once you go down that road, man, I ain't, I ain't, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna get no more, no Shine. more light on, on what I do, period. I feel so. you, man. I feel you. Cause like you were like, I read the comments, like, even shouted out your punk ass show, this and that. And, you know, no, I didn't, I did not say punk ass. My, my, my bad. You said shouted out the show and stuff. I really, like I that. really, like, I really, so look, look, here's the thing that you supported them. That here's person. the thing that irritates me. And that, and that's how I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. All right. I don't, I don't like down nobody and what they do. Like, I, I, I try to make sure I share when people got something going, encourage what people got going on. Um, a lot of times folks feel some type of way and versus going right to the source, they choose to go to the sources to show the sources. Like he said, he said, yeah. Versus like we, we say we men, but we don't do men things. And I get confused. Cause it's like, yo, as a man, I'll go to you like direct message. Everybody got to see everything. So I'll go to you and just talk to you, man. Like, one on one, not Man like up. not like I'm checking you, not like I'm punking you, but just don't nobody need to see this interaction because it's between yeah. two parties. A lot of people don't live by that code, so it is what it is. It ain't it don't make me no better. That's just how I move. Yeah, that person may move in a, in a different light, and they can move with that light. But just know my light is not gonna be merged with your light anymore. Like you just gotta stand over there. 
And if you move close to me, I'm going to move this way. Like, we're never going to be in the same lane no more. Like, it's things... Get away from me, dog. Get away from me. It's things that you say to me that I don't forgive. I don't forget. You do you. Be blessed. Whatever you do. But don't ask me for nothing. And I ain't never said you did, even though you might have. Nobody never know. But it's, it's, it's certain things people do that I look at them, I'll be like, all right, we got we to gotta part ways in that sense. So, you know what? Speaking of that, I'm going to let you go after this, bro, because I know you got your stuff to talk. Me and you had a spat. Me and you got some history. Yeah. <laughs> like, when your wife came on the show, and I guess I irritated <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a, people may not know this, but with your permission, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit. Yeah, right? go, ahead. go ahead. All right, so if people in the chats or whatever, me and Hawk is like you know, uh, Barkley and Shaq. We talk about yeah, each other, yeah, you know, it's comedy, it ain't nothing personal. Mm-hmm. But Hawk's wife, what Hawk's happened? Wife came on the show, and I said, Hawk, you know. You're not on Google. You're not on Wiki. You know, I, I trolled Hawk real yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife was like, who is this guy? And he don't know nothing. And she was on, I mean, she was barking. And Hawk was like, baby, I got this. No, no, no. And I said something back to her. Hawk was like, don't do that. Don't You, you better not do that. And it took me a while to read the And I'm not going to lie, Hawk. It took me a while to read your energy. Because that's your wife. Yeah. I didn't come off disrespectful, but. That's a battle I can't win. I'd rather have you as a friend slash, you know, co-host. We can conversate, et cetera. Rather not lose you over, you think I'm disrespecting your wife. Yeah. So I had to read the room on that. And we had a couple conversations behind closed doors. That's the thing. Like, we talked behind closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, just like you said, not everything needs to be posted or talked about. And me and you straighten it out. Yeah. Like, you know? like, and, like it should be. Like, you're going to hire, yeah. like, what... With sports debates or just debates in general, some things evoke emotion. Some some lines could get blurred. And as a man, you just like if you tell somebody like, "Yo, I feel like you disrespected me." Yeah. Don't feel like you're getting punked just because you're like, "Oh my bad." You're not getting punked. You're Those just, are your feelings. Yeah, you just making you like you showing the person like, "Oh, I I won't trying to." But when people double down, that's why I don't. I get confused when people double down because it's like, why are you insecure? Like you think I'm I'm not. I'm not punky, especially yeah. if if I can see it now. If I do it on a social media platform, like dog, watch your mouth or else. I can see you standing your tent because a bunch of people watching. They don't know we know each other. Yeah. But if it's one on one, like yo, relax, and you still got that energy. It's like okay, you really got that energy. So that yeah. me as a man, I'll be like, I ain't on that time no more. Yeah, like you straight, man. I mean, do we need to talk behind closed doors, and you know, yeah, I think and always, man- always, I always offer people that. Like, yo, we need to rap. Because that's the great thing about social media, man. With Facebook, you can just hit call. And the person pick right up. You straighten it out, bro. You straighten it out. You talk. So that that's how we got here because something took place. And the fact that I handled it with nobody else could see. Yeah. Didn't appease the individual. So it's like it's one of the things with people these days. That's why I do my reps every day and I show it because people think you lying unless you show them. A lot of people feel like they're entitled to see everything that you do. Nah, yeah, that yeah. We you need proof. You need more people. Yeah, yeah. So it's all it's it's cool though, man. So yeah, you know. Um. Well, hey, last thing. Goddamn Jaguars messing me up, bro. They'll turn the ball over again. I see you, dog. You know what you're doing by looking at sporting me, man. (laughs) 
man. Shout out to Spody, no, man. There was another playoffs. Hold on, hold on. So right. they lose. What else got to happen for them not to go into they, the playoffs? No, they done. They done. They done. Because Houston won last night against, uh, I think, if Houston would have lost. Yeah, Houston won. So they yeah. in for sure. Houston in for sure. So yeah, the they would have lost against the Colts. So the Steelers want the Jags to lose. Yeah. Because that's it was and talking they, about TJ Watt. He got injured with an MCL strain, possibly a sprain. And uh, they were saying even they got to the playoffs, they'll be born to watch because he's gonna miss out. Yep, the game over, brother. Jackson ain't got no timeouts, Tennessee in victory formation, bro. When I go to work tomorrow, it's gonna be a bad. I'm not. I'm just gonna shut up. It's gonna be a bad day. My supervisor, supervisor might try to write me up, but uh, oh, <laughs> I was gonna man. say we're gonna rewind a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna leave. And then the uh, Saints remember, beating the, the Falcons. So I don't know what that do as far as the seeding with uh, you Tampa know, Bay. yeah, because Tampa Bay lost last week, right? Yeah, but if they I win today, the I'm I'm tripping. Tem- Tem- so Tampa Bay just beat Carolina. They nine and eight. Yeah, um, they yeah. they, they so they clinched the NFC South title. So that means okay. like the Eagles or the Cowboys gonna be going to see the Bucks. Tampa Bay. Yeah. So whoever don't win the division. But I think both of them teams could beat Tampa though. But you know, like let's yeah. say it, tell it, he want to see the Eagles come down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll rewind a little bit. So, like, like you were saying, we got to talk things out. It was me, you, and said on on just like this. Yeah. And I was trolling you. And for the first time, you was yelling in the mic. You got up and just ended the damn show <laughs> and got off. And me and said was like, what? Like, our screens were still up. Oh, okay. And you, <laughs> bro, it was, I wish you could pull that episode, man. He was like, F this, man. You just got up and left. And your screen closed. Me and said was like, is the show over? <laughs> the shit was comedy, bro. Hey, man. Look at you, man. Hey, hey, he living up to the Aaron Spears statement. He keep talking about that drama. He keep wanting to talk about it. <laughs> oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Now, peace and blessings to you, brother, man. Uh, I'll catch y'all later. Um, oh, yeah, your boy Draymond back. He he basically served a 12-game suspension. I saw. But what you know you what? I, I, I got to give it to Draymond. Uh, he's the out, He's the bully of the league. I kind of like it. You need a bad guy. Everybody can't seem cool, but in fact, did you see the dude dunk on the white dude for the jazz and hang on his neck? What? Bruh, there's a clip. I, I, I'll send it to you. There's a clip. The dude, I think, caught an alley but dunked on somebody. You know how you swing on the rim? Yeah. He put his legs up and kind of put his nuts on the dude's shoulder, and the white dude was like... You got your hand on the mic. That was the 90s. They would have slung your ass on the floor. Oh, they would have been in a fight. Yeah, I mean, because you remember, yeah, like... Hey. Dudes with those punches just get texts, and then they would just keep playing. Yeah, but it, see, Hawk, there's a thing. The way he dunked on a dude, it's like if you like if you hang on the rim for safety, I get it. This dude intentionally put his legs up in a like position, you know, up in the air to clamp on this dude's neck and rest his genitals on his shoulders. Mm. It's like you could tell, like it was it was extra. You know what I'm saying? And then the white dude was just like, I'm going to make sure I let you down properly. You know? You don't like I'm that. I'm like, that was a 90s. You got your ass man. on the floor, bro. It's sportsmanship. They said a kid from Detroit. Okay, yeah, somebody seen he it. Yeah, it was. 
You know, Bean's be in and out. He's a basketball guy. You know, he ain't we don't miss nothing basketball. You know that. that. Bean? Yeah. 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 But all right, man, I'm out. I'll catch y'all later. All right, man. Jacksonville lost courtesy of the czar. Um, shout out to Cody, man. Red Iron Bullies. Bazaar did did it again, man. Oh, I got yeah. a meme coming. I got oh, a Jeff Jeff God. Fisher. Jeff Fisher. They hate Jeff Fisher down here. The old coach uh, for the Titans. Yeah. I got a Jeff Fisher picture coming up. Oh, Hot and ready. I'll catch you later, brother. All right, bro. All right, peace. Well, man, just to say you might not be playing for a month or so if it was me. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a different times now, and I and I think the penalty, um, warrants a certain response. So if you know you're not gonna get penalized a lot, then you follow through. But if you know you can get penalized a lot, you might show some restraint. That's just in my opinion. I think the penalty these days got a lot to do with because the NBA be trying to make an example out of folks for sure. But uh. Yeah, Stefan, see you see you made it. Yeah, I made it. Yeah. Oh boy, Philly down. So uh yeah, my socks. So 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 <laughs> so commanders versus the cowboys. How will the commanders get it done since you got the commanders winning? Run the ball with Brian, Brian Robinson. So you feel like Eric Bienemy is gonna focus on the running game. No, but he needs to. <laughs> No, but he need to. So if you was playing Madden, that's how you would beat the Dallas Cowboys. No, man, is different. Oh, look at you! Look at you catching, catching, catching the the slicks. You know what I'm saying? All right. I play Madden, so I mean, huh? You still play Madden currently? Yeah, I've been playing Madden since freaking freaking uh, what was that? Uh, Super Nintendo. So you good, oh. man? Or you just play, man. Are you good? Or I'm good. What you play on PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. What, what squad you run with? The Eagles. Of course, that's all I play with. You want to? They got the touch push formation on there because I ain't played it. I ain't been on that. You know what? I never even seen it. Play the shoot. I run, I run, I run the ball down the throat with uh, Deontay Swift. Okay, Justin said. I think in the airport. What's that? The uh, PA folks for the for the tournament? Yeah, just there's more than one tournament going on. Oh, it's, oh okay. Yeah. And what's the pot? What's the pot in this one? Uh, twenty five k guaranteed. What you mean guaranteed? Like if you get to the last table, you guarantee uh, cool. that's where it starts. That's where it starts. Depends on how many entries is, it can go higher, but it can't go lower than. So how does that work? How much do you have to pay to enter? If I can ask that, or is that a secret? This, this tournament is 360. Huh? This tournament is 360. 360? Like $360? Yes. That you gotta pay to get in? Yes. Oh nah, dog. I'm good. I'm going to run. Some, some, some tournaments, the tournament I'm playing, the ter- tournament I'm playing uh, next week for 500, for 500 k is 22. Is uh, I mean, I said 22. Yeah, 2200 to get in. Hold on, man. I'm spending 2200 just for the, a chance. I, like I said, I go to Roses and play the slots with that. Yeah. You know I mean? look. If you if you if you if you look up my plus 
minus on how much I, I won playing poker, you say, okay, yeah. It, this is not something like you just a normal person come and play. It takes time and studying like anything else. There's a skill. There's a skill to this. Yeah, Justin, he's a professional poker player. He definitely is. He definitely is. So, so how you get your mind right for uh, a poker tournament? Because you know football. You know what I'm saying you visualize, you walk the field. Same but thing. You just same thing. I, I walk the room, look at my my. Uh, it's no different when we when we both play football. I walk the field, uh, got the music on on the way here. My mind, I relax. But uh, I turn my phones off because I, any little distraction can get you on tilt or get you mad and out your game and whatnot. So. Mm. Most of the time, I turn my phone off. Hey, so you just be you be mean mugging the the other players, or you? Yo, you I be I be talking trash. Yo, these old white people hate me. Yo, oh yeah, oh I my god, oh my god, you know what I'm saying? I, I talk trash like I'm on the football field, yo. Huh? I, I talk trash like I'm on the football field. I've been banned for MGM for a year, bro. Like. That ain't proper etiquette, though. The 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 outwardly talk trash while playing poker. It's not. It's not proper. I mean, and like the, like like people who <laughs> like slick talkers could get away with the guys. They like, nah, nah, you ain't gonna do. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? That type of stuff. But you probably be mfing them and and no, no, you can't cuss. I'll say stuff like, I'll say stuff like this. You might have to censor this one. I said, hey, white man. Now nah, I'm the master. How I feel like you the slave? Nah. nah. See. You 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 just gonna take you just going a little too far. That man ain't done nothing to you, and you invoking that on like you putting that, that devil on him. He ain't done nothing to you, but try to play poker. I can see like so. Do you provoke or do you just respond? Yes. No, I provoke because you get them out their game. There's no difference when you play football. You provoke somebody, get somebody mad, knock them off their game. Poker so, is a hundred percent, hundred percent mental, yo, mental. If you knock somebody. Off a uh, mental focus, it's over. You got them. You can make a super move. When I got the best hand, I'm all, I can get all your chips and you out of the tournament. Justin said, talking trash at the table is like yelling on a golf course. You might do it, but they're going to look at you crazy. Damn. That's a good he analogy. Right. He right. That's a great analogy right there. But a lot, a lot of people laugh at me because they like, they like it. They like the energy I bring to the table. Yeah, they like it. Yeah, most most I don't do it as much as I used to because I've been I've been banned too many times, and then the next band will be for life. So I calmed it down. Did you see the video of Cat Williams running a four four on the basketball court? That was not a four four. <laughs> I mean, technically, that's not one hundred and twenty feet. That's what ninety two feet. He ran, he ran from baseline to baseline, so that's like thirty yards. So he did run. If he ain't lying, he ran a four. He runs a four four. He never. Well, did said, you see how he's running? Did you see his formation though? Hey, his form. Yeah, he was. He was getting it though. If you ever seen the episode of uh, Atlanta, he was an alligator man. He was running down the street. He had the same. He like that was him. So s- salute the cat. You didn't lie. You said you could run a four four. You never say in the 40. I don't think he ever said in the 40. So, right. 94 feet. Four, four. <clears throat> Shout out to Cat. You know what I'm saying? Cat a funny dude, though, man. Shout out to, look, shout out to <laughs> Shannon. 
Oh, uh, that 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 joint. Yeah. Let me let me say it to you now. I love my I love my Philly artists, but Cat Williams is, fun, is uh, funnier than Kevin Hart. Yeah, he is. I don't, I don't think nobody considers Kevin more naturally funny than Cat. Cat is really a funny dude. Like his like his stand ups, they really funny. I met I met Kevin Hart back in 2006. This I think it was right before, right after Soul Pain at his club in uh, Philly called Pinnacle, mm-hmm. and he was not. He was, he was just, he's good friends with a cousin of mine, and we just hanging out. And I did not find him funny at all. He was trying. He tried too hard. He tried too hard. Yeah, yeah. he could. He tried. He tried. He tried to overcompensate for his height with his jokes, and it doesn't work. Kevin is a guy that. He has to act it out yeah. to be funny. So it's like, well, it's his facial expression or his voice. While Cat actually has jokes. the it factor. No, he like tells jokes. He's like Eddie Griffin. Like he Eddie Griffin's better than all of them. But uh, but 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 Cat is definitely hilarious. I ain't, I've never seen a stand up. I didn't think Cat was funny. I never seen a movie. I thought Cat wasn't funny. Now nah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Kevin Hart make me laugh in movies because he just right. He got good timing in movies. Like if you build, like if you like if, if you add him to an environment, he can be funny. But if you say, "No, you got to make it funny," that's when he may struggle. Who's your, who's your top five comedians of all time? Oh man! Uh, so my my list will be a little different than everybody's. I think mine is too. I got I got both Eddies, Murphy Griffin. I got uh, uh Martin. That's three. Richard Pryde. That's four. And then my fifth one gonna be Paul Mooney. Yeah, your list is different. I only got one person. It's all over the place. <laughs> I got I got Pryor's number one, uh, Chappelle number two. Okay. Uh, number three, Eddie Murphy. Uh, number four, uh, Bernie, and number five, Cat Williams. Uh. Bland said Kevin Hart is the same character in every movie. Yo, he wrong. <laughs> the last couple of years, he except for the upside. The upside was Kevin Hart's best movie. Best movie when he was a caretaker. Yeah. yeah, yo, that was his like he pulled that out. His, I didn't know he had it in him. That was a that that was that's his best movie ever to me. I haven't seen him in. Um, he wasn't he didn't have to be funny. He was it wasn't a movie to be funny. I didn't know he could play that serious side to him. But it was it was really good. I thought it was really good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Kevin movies, he he is basically playing the same character, and if he steps out of that realm, then people don't think he was whack. Except for the upside, but a lot of people don't know about the upside. I don't know it's why. A white film. Did he say earthquake? Yo, beam, go. Yeah, earthquake. Yo, earthquake yo, bro. yo Even, he's funny, but he's not top five all time. And see, my man Randy Tisdale's. Confirm why I put Paul Mooney in it because Paul wrote for Richard. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's why. That's why. Yeah, Paul. He wrote for a lot of comedians though back in the day. Yeah, because like he wrote um, for a Red Fox too. I would even like a guy like Robert Townsend is very funny and got a brilliant mind. You know what I'm saying? He said, "This your list or mine?" <laughs> Yo, be. You always got to say something smart to you, but yeah, Paul. Oh. But uh. Earthquake is funny though, man. Earthquake's funny. Yeah, but he's not top five funny. Like I said, like he said, that's his list. 
What? Here's my. You, y'all, them seven, seven, five, seven people. Y'all, y'all be uh that water down there got y'all brain messed up or something. Damn. Jeez, the water. Yeah. Something in the water. Something in the water, like Pharrell said. Pharrell said. Justin said his top five is Murphy, Pryor, Chappelle, Mooney, and Bernie. Yeah, see, he got four to four of my five up there. You said Murphy, Pryor, Chappelle, and Bernie. Yeah. I said uh, I said Richard Pryor number one, uh-huh. uh, Chappelle number two, uh, Eddie Murphy number three, uh, number four was uh, Bernie, and number five, and number five was Cat Williams. Hey, look what Dean wrote. Look, look what he said. He'll be he's your number one on my list within the next week or so. Oh man! But uh, as far as as far as like that, as far as like that interview, um, I think cat like the thing about interviews, man. When somebody come on after other folks and they've said something about them, I don't think he was wrong for like rebuttaling to what they said. Especially like now, here's one thing I do want to say though, like with the stealing jokes and things like that, because somebody pointed out, um. A lot of people have stole jokes, though. A lot of people. Like somebody brought up that cat stole a joke from somebody. No. And Bern, I got it on my phone. And Bernie Mac made a true statement. He said, "Man, if you do a funny bit in the, with a lot of comedians in the audience, it's gonna get snatched. Especially if you don't have the reach that they have. Right. You know, everybody know that, man. If you if you don't 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 share your best material." Uh, famous um, comedian. It's getting clipped. But uh, uh, Cedric did still can't wait joke though. That was crazy. Yeah, he stole it and made it a spaceship. I don't think I don't think I don't think Cedric would be where he at, where he at if it wasn't for his buddy Steve Harvey. Cedric probably probably not. Cedric's really not that funny. He's funny in certain some things, but man said was funny and it said <laughs> said funny in his own way too like it's it's like a acquired taste for any uh pause for any or any comedian it just depends on what you like when you when you talk about what comedian is funny um because somebody said like Corey holcomb Corey holcomb is really funny to me yeah he's funny to me too he don't care but a lot of people don't care for Corey holcomb you think uh you think matt riff is funny Man, Riff, Rif, Rifle, whatever it is, the white boy from a while now. You know? Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, he, he got his. He 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 got his. Yeah. I, like, I don't knock him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I will say this. Like, on the show Wild and Out, like, when Cat was up there, Cat is just naturally a funny dude. But you got Kevin. Sometimes Kevin will try a little too hard to get you to laugh while. Right. I was thinking about that too. A lot of people don't know. Shout out to Wanda Sykes though. Oh, Wanda Sykes, Wanda Sykes top five. Uh, what's the what's the black lady that? Yeah, I know Monique. What's the black lady that, that has a like a? You're not that one. You're not talking about the one like a man from the oranges, orange and black. Macho. Uh, I forgot her. She's funny. The one that look like a man from the orange, the orange and the new black show, TV what? show. What? Leslie Sykes or whatever her name is. Oh, oh yeah, she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. 
Um, so they showed that uh, when when um, cat stole from JB Smooth, that's what uh, Corey Hope. JB Smooth, no one is not that funny to me. JB Smooth, funny and got they going, uh, what is it? What the Christmas movie? Monique and them, shut Melanie Camacho, yep, that's her name. He's funny as hell. Oh, yo, the turn's about to start, yo. How'd you later, yo? All right, bro, peace. Peace. Look, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I was talking about. Being thank you. Yeah, she funny to me. She funny. She definitely funny to me. Um, I think Tiffany Haddish is another one that when people say like you kind of like stuck in one lane, like Tiffany, people don't like her stand up. You know who stand up? Matter of fact, shout out to Mike Epps. I think all of my up stand-ups are hilarious, man. I was talking to my wife the other 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 day. Um, like I like to watch Mike Epps Chicken Wing, you know, baby. Let me talk about the dude with the arm. I really want to know you. <laughs> uh, but it's one comedian, man. I actually saw him in person, and he was a whole lot funnier than what I thought. Like he's always been funny to me, but I appreciate him more when I saw him here at Funny Bone Richmond. Marlon Wayans. A lot of people don't like Marlon Wayans, but Marlon hella funny to me, man. He another dude that's very dramatic. Like, it's a lot of theatrics with his jokes. You know, whether it's his facial expression or he doing, he's screaming and stuff. Like, that's another dude that's funny. Like, I'm a one, I'm one of the dudes that at one minute, I want a knock-knock type of joke like the Red Foxes. Then the other hand, I want the dudes who can paint this picture and make it seem like I'm in the same location that they're at as far as when they're telling the story making me. Oh, Bill Bellamy is funny as hell. Yes. Bill Bellamy is another dude who's just naturally funny, period. Even when he's telling stories on Instagram, them joints be having me in tears. He told the joke about Cat Williams uh, asking him, was he famished or did he need a meal? And he was going to be at the diner in like 12 minutes. And then he had these two women. Uh, sur- you know, completing surveillance, making sure the bathrooms and stuff was clear. And he said, 12 minutes later, on the dot, Cat Williams came into the diner. And he said, Cat Williams just kept looking at his homeboy, who was bigger stature, and asked them, like, basically, like, can you fight? <laughs> and he wanted to fight his homeboy. Yo, I was in tears when Bill Bellamy was telling that story, man, because he kept imitating, like, he could impersonate Cat like no other, man. So, yeah, man. Bill Bellamy. Bill Bellamy is funny. Bill Bellamy is funny. Um, the Steelers are in. So the Steelers are in the playoffs. Appreciate you, Justin. So the Steelers are in. Woo-woo. Man, these playoffs going to be fun. Yes, they are. The Steelers in now. The Jaguars out. All my Jaguar friends that are Jaguar fans. How do y'all feel about what just went down? Y'all are out the playoffs. We got a live look. Pittsburgh takes the number seven. Buffalo at six right now. They do play Miami, so that could flip-flop. Uh, the Chiefs are number three, or or will... Uh, will that order change? Let's see, Houston at number four. They got Cleveland at five. 
Mm-hmm. And then the NFC East, we know we got the 49ers in. Detroit is definitely in. Cowboys and Philly definitely in. Tampa Bay definitely in. And the Chargers. I mean, the Rams. I'm back to the Chargers, the Rams. So why is New Orleans not a lot? If Green Bay win, will they be out? Am I missing something? Why isn't New Orleans a lot right now? Oh, it's because they still are they still playing? Is that game still on? No, they already won. Is that the scenario? Do I need to go to NFL.com? Look at the scenarios. Houston is locked at four. Oh, so Green Bay is is in a win and end situation. Okay. Appreciate that, Justin Ellis. Salute to you, man. If y'all ain't looking at the video, y'all don't know who I'm talking to. Is people chiming in. So I want to make sure I say his last name so he get his credit for the input he's been adding to the show. So Green Bay is win and you in. And who does Green Bay play? The Bears. Ooh. <laughs> the Bears, you going to play spoiler, man? Hey, hey, Johns, I need y'all just go ahead and lay down, man. I need y'all just go ahead and lay down. Don't, don't, don't do nothing. Hold on, we got somebody else. Pauline in here. That's two different ones. What we got going on? Which one? Let me see. What's that? I don't know what you about to do, so I got to put you back in the green room. What's up, Pauline? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show. What you got? I don't know. I don't know what this is all about, but yeah, you playing YouTube. I don't know what you're trying to do, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep you right there. So back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, the Giants and the Eagles. Like I was telling y'all about the Eagles earlier. The Eagles just ain't been playing well all year, as far as like a full game of football. So. Whether they get the number two seed or the what? Would it be the sixth seed or the fifth seed? Hell, I don't care. They're going to be in there, but they'll have to go see Tampa. And they ain't got a good history down there playing at Tampa. Paulie, I don't know what you got going on back there showing these YouTubes, but we ain't going to get clipped because you're showing the YouTube video. Okay? We can't do that today. Mm-mm. Not on duty. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, so Draymond Green is back. Basically had a 12-game suspension. I, I do think that was long enough. Uh, John Moran is back uh, for Memphis. Oh, somebody posed a question, right? My bad. July 19th. What's July 19th? What is that? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Darvin Ham. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Laker fans, man, what's going on, man? Y'all want to get rid of Darvin? Is Darvin an issue? Like, what's going on? Y'all think it like 
because I, I saw Gilbert Arenas. Shout out to Gil, man. Shout out to Gil and his uh his podcast. I know it's right up there with uh Shannon Sharp as far as like most listens to um sports podcasts. Uh so salute to him. But uh they were talking about like the rotations. Apparently they don't like the way um Darvin Ham manages the rotations for the Lakers. And again, and I haven't been watching a lot of Laker games. Is that what it is? Yeah, he is. He's always messing with the lineup. All right. So is he starting Austin Reeves again? Is Austin Reeves still coming off the bench? Would you rather Austin Reeves come off the bench? Like how would how would you approach that, B? Like what's the lineup? Ah, I put it to you like this, my bad. What would be your star lineup and then your rotation coming off the bench? Like, if you could share that um, in your opinion. Um, I see Luka Doncic been balling out of control. I did see um, Giannis versus uh, the tall kid, Wimby. That looked like that was a dope game. The lineup that made us successful in the playoffs. Okay. Who y'all think what is winning the whole thing this year? Like, is it really wide open? Too many of them are hurt right now. Like who is who would y'all say would be the favorite to win it all? Cause I ain't watched a whole lot of NBA to really give y'all, you know, an in-depth analysis. For undrafted guy like Austin Reeves is your second best perimeter player, you are in trouble. Hmm. Can can Austin be like the exception to the rule though, Beam? Like, can he just be a guy that really should have been drafted? I know he went undrafted, but, you know, it's just like in the NFL, you have some undrafted guys, some late-round guys that end up being all-time greats. Or is the Lakers just that bad? <laughs> yeah, Denver do look good. Denver's a, Denver is a team. I will say that. Anytime I see them play, how they are built and the lineups they have been, like everybody's skill set complements the next person's skill set. Somebody like KCP is really, really, like, really fits what Denver does. Somebody like Aaron Gordon really fits what Denver does. Like, how they constructed that team is just, like, perfect. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. How are the Bucks? How is Giannis and um, Dame Dollar doing together? Is that meshing well, in your opinion? To y'all liking, can they make a you know deep playoff run? Like, what can they do? Who else, man? Let me look at some NBA standings. I'm gonna just get y'all opinion. I'm just looking at some standings. See what everybody doing. So the Boston Celtics 28 and 7, the Bucks 25 and 11. Uh, I know Embiid been going crazy this year. 
See the 76ers are 23 and 12. The Knicks 21 and 15. Cleveland 21 and 15. And Miami and Orlando and Indiana are 20 and 15. Okay. I see Orlando, young bucks. And then in the Western Conference, the Timberwolves got the so the Timberwolves got the best record in the NBA. Oh no, second best behind Boston. Hmm. I guess they've been fairly healthy compared to everybody else on that had the best record. Damon Yan is playing well, but if Middleton don't get it going, they're not going far. They struggle with the paces. I think the Bucks lose second round. No late game identity. Ooh, identity. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see. What's the conference? Minnesota 1, OKC 2. Denver three right now. Tied with the Clippers as far as the losses, but they got three more wins. The Kings are fifth. Dallas is sixth right now. Then you got the Pelicans, 21 and 15. Phoenix, 19 and 16. And I know uh, Bradley Bill's been out a lot, and then Booker's been out. Um, the Lakers are 11th at 17 and 19. Golden State, 17 and 18. Ooh, the Rockets actually 18 and 16. I did not know the Rockets had a, a winning record this year. And the Spurs are trash can juice. We're on the verge of Bill Belichick not being the coach of the Patriots. And Greg Popovich ain't getting that heat like Bill getting in the NFL. <laughs> Let me stop, man. I'm just joking, y'all. I'm just joking. I ain't got nothing against Greg Popovich, man. Hell of a, hell of a, hell of a, hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. So I never want to see somebody lose their job. So let me stop joking like that, man. That ain't that ain't cool. That really ain't cool. Oh, salute to uh, did y'all see? Harbaugh, the Harbaugh brother that coached from Michigan. Did y'all see that he was basically saying that he hoped pretty soon that players start sharing in the revenue? How many coaches said he was like, coaches need to take some type of pay cut and let these student athletes share in some of the revenue? <laughs> People don't want to hear that, dude, my brother. They saying, hey, if you're getting paid, you got to pay for yourself to go through school. Hey, if you're getting paid, that means you can't opt out. Hey, if you're getting paid, why do people put so many, like, unhealthy expectations on a, on a contract? Like, everybody contract has some room for something to take place. Somebody was like, if, if athletes opt out of the bowl game, then a third or whatever percentage he used need like, uh, like the player need to pay that back in scholarship money and the NIL X, Y, Z. And I'm like, what? One game. It's a bowl. Like, I don't think people realize like it's a bowl game. Bowl game is not something that's in your contract. If you be, if we be honest, like bowl is extra. It's an extra game. Some of you work towards. And I think a lot of times people always be like, well, at my job, I can't respectfully. This ain't your job. This is their job. All our jobs are different. Some of our jobs give us mental health days off. Some of our jobs, we ain't got to work the entire summer. Some of our jobs, we ain't got to work holidays. You got other folks who they work. Don't know what days of the week they working, but they got a schedule. They might work Monday through Wednesday this week, 
Then Monday through Friday next week, they might work 60 hours. They might work 40 hours. They might be salary to where they can get overtime. So it don't matter how many hours. Like everybody's job is different. The NIL money not cutting into the money the school getting. So I don't know why they are screaming. And that's that. that. Beam, I'm glad you brought that up. Because the one thing I, I will say this about players opting out. Did the school lose any money? Like Florida State. Did they did did the did the bowl committee say y'all check gonna be different now because all those players sat out? No, they cut the check. That's why you don't that's why you don't hear no teams out here screaming. Because they money ain't being affected. Now, if their money were truly being affected at right now, then you would probably see more ADs and stuff really come out. But the the, the check already there. Is there, so they opt out. <laughs> okay, their head coach bounce. Okay, money. What's good? What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Doing amazing, bro. We up the draft board, baby. What you mean? Oh, cause y'all love. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Where that put y'all at now in the draft? Uh, I gotta see. I saw a couple of more folks I gotta lose. I think I gotta see what Chicago. If Chicago loses, we'll be in the top ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man. Just this much closer to getting Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix. Even though people are going crazy over this. Uh. All right, matter of fact, let me ask you this question, right? As far as the poking and prodding about the NFL, mm-hmm. as far as for injuries goes. How does that necessarily work? Because um, I know it can work against you because I know that a lot of the stuff they're going to do, they're going to be looking at a lot of x-rays, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much, you know, pretty much doing the whole physical, right? Um, how how do you think that's going to really affect him, even though he's been healthy these past two years, per se? Which player? Who you, who you talking about? Michael Penix. Oh, yeah. So... Here's the thing about Mike. It depends on. I gotta, I gotta be careful how I say this. Allegedly, it just depends who get to these influential talking heads, mm. whether it's pro Penix or pro my client versus Penix. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of these talking heads with so much influence that these GMs and and coaches alike take their word as bond. So. Yeah, if you say hey, Penix injuries, they oh, almost like Robert Griffin the third. Like he had the knee injury coming out of Baylor, but mm-hmm. his way he was ascending. Like every time he got on the screen, whether it was a he was an interview, whether it was a throwing workout, mm-hmm. he destroyed it. So as long as like here's the thing with Penix, man, that I I, I really find funny. Mm-hmm. It took him performing how he's been performing all year versus Texas for folks yeah. to find like, oh, he's one of the best quarterbacks. Like, he's been doing it all year. Yeah, and look, he's been doing it back when he was in Indiana, and he had like, Indiana nobody. too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everywhere he's been, you see Michael Penn's numbers has been what they've been. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if you have better talent, of course, the numbers going to improve more. You'll probably be more efficient. You would That's what you would hope, right? The talent around you improves. You will hope that you are more efficient and you have more better numbers 
you know, whether it's especially touchdown interception ratio. Right. But yeah, I think he's legit, man. And that's the thing. You want your wave to start to rise at like right around right now. Like somebody for like Caleb, the, the thing about Caleb, which is crazy. That's how you know they think he's special because any other quarterback to mm-hmm. kind of fall from grace like he did, not saying he was trash, but just his team losing and they got him crying in the stands, which I ain't had no issue with. But any other quarterback, that destroys them. And people still got him. If I'm mistaken, well, still got him one, right? It's the, it's the Mahomes thing, that off-script thing that yeah. attracts a lot of guys. And yep. he's – I mean – all all these quarterbacks is different, so it's 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 crazy how like like Michael Penix for me the footwork is elite of all the quarterbacks in the pocket. His yeah. pocket best out of all of them. Yeah, but, and I, I think that's a great point about Mahomes. Salute to Patrick Mahomes because yeah. if Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been as elite as he is, somebody like Caleb Williams would be frowned upon because Mahomes yeah. was essentially frowned on in a, in a sense of I don't think that could work here. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to like, even like, you know, you, you start to appreciate the different dynamics of a quarterback because it allows all these quarterbacks to have a lane, you know right. what I'm saying? So that, that's why in this day and age with the quarterback positions, like you got to draft a kid that fits what you're trying to do schematically. So just because this kid, like with, 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 with Lamar Jackson, you could look at one or two ways. You could look at he dropped because people didn't think he was a quarterback, or yeah. he dropped because he didn't his style didn't fit that offense in which that coordinator right. wanted to run. Right. You but it's I'm weird with, with 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 him though, because if that team doesn't fall off after they lost to Clemson, I think it's a totally different story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so, it wasn't like Lamar stunk it up in none of them games. But he nah, ran out of bounds the Clemson game. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm nah, Louisville just ran out of gas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah, and yeah. I, you know, I, I use this comparison, and it's funny, like right now with both of them in the NFL, because when they came out, how the Mel Kuypers and the Todd McShays talked about Josh Allen mm-hmm. with his uh, completion percentage, and then how they looked at the the drop percentage for the receivers. How they always talked about how. Josh Allen receivers dropped a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. But on that same list, nobody talked about how Lamar Jackson's receivers percentage was above Josh Allen's. Like they dropped more passes, but nobody picked up on that because they wasn't being fair because they were just pushing one side. Yeah, yeah. You know of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was like one of my main things. Like I, I feel like uh depending on depending on what he does, Michael Penix does tomorrow. Um, I feel like you know they're already going to pick him proud as far as injuries go. Yeah, but I, I really do think it's going to be important for him to at least kind of like just, just, just ball out like he did the last game. You know what I mean? There's another question I got for you for him. It might, mm-hmm. and it's probably not fair, but I know this is going to come up, and I think it came up a little bit. Is the fact that he's left-handed does that play a role in how he's viewed? I mean, Mike was left-handed, so I mean, because mm-hmm. somebody <laughs> said, "Look, look at look at this." Because somebody said a video with it being flipped, of uh, it being mirrored, and he was throwing, look like he was appearing as a right-handed quarterback, mm-hmm. and people said, "Oh, he looked he looked really good as a right-hand quarterback." I was like, "Oh, y'all gonna try to start this left-hand quarterback stuff, man?" Yeah, nah, man. Every, everything's just opposite, and I mean, what's the old line that kind of understands that? 
and everybody understands that you 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 play around it. It's, it's yeah. no different from you playing to your player's strengths. You know what I mean? It's just you know you gotta flip everything or flip everything over. Yeah, because a lot of people start to say, um, "Well, his receivers gonna have to adapt to the rotation of the football because it spins a different oh. way." <laughs> so, it, I mean, I'm just prepared for all the the various narratives to this. Yeah, themselves. You know what I'm saying? Just preparing it. Yeah, yeah, just like the whole arrogant narrative with uh with Caleb, like this fake. Uh, it, it, it's hard to be a confident black man in nowadays, man. It, it's one hard, minute it's swagger, one minute it's swagger, <laughs> one minute it's, you conceded. It. It's like, hey man, like it's the it's the gift and the curse. It really is. Right. Like being really confident is, is really a gift and a curse because yeah. it's too much they, power. Yeah, they expect, so because if you get confident, it's like people want to control how you move. That's what it comes down to. Facts. We both know that. You know, that's why they say if somebody, oh, he got humble. Like, why he had to get humble? Like, what made him not humble? Right. And then the thing is, like, people, I think people are actually mad that, like, he could really go back to school this year if he wanted to and not miss a beat because he's still making so much money on a on the NIL. But this is what y'all wanted, though. Thank you. Thank you, D-Money. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Finally, somebody <laughs> said it. That's not me. This is what you know we want, right? NIL creates... The longevity in the sense of I, I ain't leaving school early now. And now, and honestly, you would think that will actually go to their benefit because the longer you guys are gonna stay in school, they could only get better. Um, I mean, the NFL has te- has teetered their play their plays, the way they their playbook and the mm-hmm. way that they do things to the college game. You know what I'm saying? And it it's it, it changed. Yeah. So it's not it's not like the same. So it's like Hey, man, why not let them stay in school an extra year if they're going to get better? Yeah, and I think that's a great point, man, because here's the thing. If you present, if somebody said, hey, and I know it's a great thing now for college sports because Johnny's staying in school five years now because he understands the benefits of the NIL and what it can do for his family right now, and he's furthering his education. He has a master's now. He has an LLC. He's an entrepreneur. Like, Somebody has to take it to the stream to where they can present it as the ultimate positive. Because here's the thing, fans. If the NIL cuts into the one and dones in, in basketball, none of y'all ain't going to be saying nothing, bro. If your favorite player in college is staying two and three years, college basketball, because college basketball is the one they that really hurt people because they were just dipping, you know, Calipari players, one and done. Now, right. guys, in three years, mm-hmm. what? They love the NIL then. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the other thing too. Like, um, I'll say like Shador, right? Mm-hmm. If Shador comes out and has a good year this year, he doesn't have to go to the NFL. He nope. can say, like you 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 change it now where he could probably stay another year and and like I said, still get better. Like he, he has he has more freedom now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's and that's for a lot of these guys. He doesn't have to rush to the NFL if he's not ready. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I think people want they, they you know, everything got to be a certain way where the NFL has to have a certain amount of power or they don't like these players having control over their destiny. And it's like, hey, man, it's a new day and age, my guy. You know, you got to you gotta kind of just roll with it. Yeah. It's one of the things where we're so accustomed to. And I'm saying we because I'm a consumer. 
just mm-hmm. like everybody else. Mm-hmm. We become accustomed to dictating right. what a college person can and can't do. Because right. in, in the past, we could do that. Now, things have changed. It's like, you're really trying to dictate what a young person, what their cap is as far as how much they can own off their name. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think is fair when we know the world isn't fair. Right. Because when they get out of school, what's the first thing we say? Hey, only place that fair uh, exists have, has pigs. Like, no, nothing's fair in life. And this is why I don't. So here's the thing, not to cut you off. I don't mind a transfer portal because that's teaching you life lessons. The grass ain't green on the other side. You're taking a risk. You do know if you enter your name in transfer portal and you lead this program, there's no guarantee that somebody's going to pick you up, even though they've been recruiting you and telling you all you want to hear. Because you don't know who else is leaving a program. Two, right. there's no guarantee that once you get to that new program, you're going to be a starter and the product, your product is going to improve. Like, that's life. I'm not going to tell a kid they have to stay and they never go through that. I don't want you to get out in the workforce and learn that the hard way. I'd rather you learn why you can still get an education. Facts. Facts. And then, and then, like, and then look, look, look at it like this, too. Like, um, when, you, when you get to the next level, mm-hmm. you're not going to have the same amount of control. Once you sign that contract, <laughs> yes. you have the mercy of the front office. At, then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, um, you become better at negotiating. You, you pick up these life skills. And, um, honestly, it does benefit the NFL and the fact that you get a better product because they don't have a developmental league. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I guess you could kind of what the XFL maybe for guys yeah. that are trying to get back in, but yeah, college the college game is your developmental lead to so get to the next level. Yeah. So it really is. And like Bean said, the NIL also allows a pro level to see what kind of character a player has now that they have money. I, I like that too. Mm-hmm. You see what you're getting into. I can't yeah. like that's that's always like the biggest question mark, like how is this young man going to handle his new financial freedom? Mm-hmm. So from I could barely get something to eat to now you don't know where you want to go eat because you got so much money. So, and then that's what's crazy too. Like, so, so you know how Caleb has control over pretty much has control over what he wants to do. Right. Mm. Um, and then he started talking about the teams he wants to go to. He doesn't want to go to a trash organization. Where was his energy for Eli Manning when Eli Manning first got here and, and was well, supposed John to be a charger? Well, John Where was that energy at? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. you're just picking and choosing. And there was no NIL then. Well, no, it won't no NIL. <laughs> you know what? Let me, let me, let me, I'm going to go ahead and keep it 100, 100, 100. It worked out for Eli and it worked out for Elway. They knew what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were talking about. So it's like Eli didn't want to go to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 made the moves. He get with the Giants. He ended up winning two Super Bowls, Elway. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll go play baseball. I ain't trying to go to whoever got the number one pick. Ended up getting with the Broncos. Win right. several Super Bowls at the end of his year. Like, it ended up, like, why Why do we have an issue? Now, and I'm not saying you said it or I, but I still got to say we. Why do we have an issue when somebody tries to dictate their careers? They step out on the they step out on the ledge like I ain't I don't want to go there. They ain't gonna work for me. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that they they like feel entitled or they're not thankful. Just because you're trying to dictate where you go does not say I'm not thankful. Yeah, like just because I'm hungry don't mean I'm gonna eat anything if I know I got options. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Why do I got options? I ain't eating that. Like, you keep me mad because a boy don't want to go to Arizona. Nobody yeah. wants to go to Arizona. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> so you know, hey, hey man, I, I I I commend them having the you know having um power of do, you know do be able to do what they want to do. So you know, it is what it is, man. Um, we think about today as far as the parody that's going on right now. I'm glad you used that word parody. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a it's a it's a great thing. When your team benefits from it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People get tired of the same old teams always on top. Right. And then you have new teams on top. It's like, what's going on? Like, that's that's what we at with it. Because apparently, you know, right now the Cowboys, like they about to score again. So they'll win the NFC East. It'll be the same story. Like NFC East every year, somebody new is at the top. So the Eagles will probably be going to Tampa. Mm-hmm. And Tampa, you know, you know, said to even tell you, like, the history gonna show that they'll probably beat the Eagles because they playing at Tampa. Um, it's wide open, man. As far as who can win the Super Bowl. Now, nah, don't get me wrong. I still feel like the 49ers is the favorite. I really do. Front runners. <laughs> 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 to me, to me, to me, they the safest one. Top heavy. Yeah. Yeah, they the safest one. Yeah. Like if I had to bet money, I would bet on the 49ers. I ain't got nothing against Lamar or Miami um, or the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys, too. I ain't going front. I like the Cowboys, too. I like I, I, I do like how, uh, I guess, how the Ravens actually, actually have actually shaped up as a team. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that defense, is, I mean, Rokron is extraordinary, dog. Like, just as a leader. Yeah. Um, and be able to hold that together for them. Um, them having the receivers and for I don't think it's talked about enough about Odell just having Odell as a mentor for like Zay Flowers a young kid like Zay Flowers dog mm-hmm. talk about you know it. I mean? yeah so I don't know man um I did and then uh what was it they they tied in likely likely is awesome you know what yeah I mean? he came from so, um coastal Carolina mm-hmm. yeah so I, I mean it just it, these things just work out. We always thought we thought Miami would, would be able to do something, but Miami's going to Miami, and uh, I expected Detroit to Detroit, but you know that's another story. We're gonna wait. <laughs> we'll wait yeah. till that happens. But yeah, man, it, it looked like it's it's anybody's game nowadays. So we just what? lost AJ Brown. How? What? what do you mean? He got hurt. AJ Brown got hurt. What? Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh wow! Oh man! And they down three zip already. Johns, yeah, dog, laying on the ground, holding his knee. Oh yo! Oh nah, that's so. That's, oh that's, nah, nah, man. We just lost. Good. We lost Laporta today too. Yeah, Laporta. Yep, Laporta went down for on the line. But I don't know what the Lions are playing for because it's like it ain't like they was gonna be able to move. They were trying to get number two. They was hoping that both the Cowboys and the Eagles lost. I ain't agree with that, Dan. But hey, 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 Dan, <laughs> you the coach. You know what I'm saying? Like end of the day, you the coach. Mm-hmm. You're the coach. So if I was the Eagles, though, would you rather play the Bucks or the Packers? 
First round. Y'all would be the walk. Y'all would be the uh, visiting team, right? If you played the Packers, the Packers like let's say if the Cowboys lost and the Eagles won, then the Eagles be playing the Packers at home in Philly. As of right now, the Eagles are on the road at Tampa. I would definitely want to pay the Packers. Packers. Um, great. Uh, say what you want about Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is still a vet. Yeah. Um, the Packers got to win. Yeah, they, those guys are still – those guys are brand new over there. You know what I'm saying? You guys still got – you got some vets on defense, but I'd rather deal with the younger guys rather than having to deal with the seasons of uh, – them the, the, season, the more seasoned team with Tampa Bay. So. Okay. so, New Orleans can only get in if Seattle and Green Bay lose, but Seattle could get in with the win and a Green Bay loss. What's up with Seattle? <laughs> Seattle got to beat Arizona. They beat Arizona and Green Bay lose. They in. So it's not New Orleans. I thought New Orleans be getting in, but it's actually Green Bay. Ooh, so the Seahawks versus the Cowboys. For I think the, I think the Cowboys still smoke them, too. They do. The Geno, not it. Devontae already out. Oh, did you hear um, what they're saying now? They're talking about Arthur Smith might be out of there. Oh, at, uh, in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Why? What do he do? He do something or he just selling? Nah, they're just wanting. Well, I guess it's time for him to go. And uh, for me, I think it's time for him to go too. Because how you got Bijan all year and just not use? <laughs> they got uh, what's buddy uh from from? Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, man. Like, come on. Don't know how to use him either. So, yeah. Hey, hey, man. Let Eric Bianami go down there. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he can well, figure it out. So the Steelers yeah. are in the playoffs, yo. Tomlin got in the playoffs. He won 10 games with this squad. <laughs> it was, I hate that offense. That offense is horrible. Damn, Tyrod out now too. God dang, Ty. Damn. Yeah, yeah man. Damn. Yeah. I can't buy a break, bro. Nah. Damn. I thought I thought the Cowboys were just gonna be like, forget it, but I guess they can get the number one seed. They ain't get no damn number one seed. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. They get the number two. Yeah, they, they got that lot. We ain't gonna. I mean, I wouldn't even care about I wouldn't even there. care about beating Washington for real. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. I'm just being honest. I'm playing next week anyway. I I get it though. From a from a business standpoint, you want a home game, and from a player standpoint, you want a home game, but at what expense? Nah, man. Certain if things. I I got depth, if, I, if I know I got depth, so if I know I can sit Dak and I can sit CD Lamb and I can sit uh, Bland, like those type of guys, I'm doing it. They got a halfway decent, halfway decent defense. That defense travels. They'd be all right. Well, I, <laughs> I wouldn't care about kick. going nowhere. Yeah, and that see that's that's the thing it boils down to, man. It's like, and ain't nobody scared to play Cowboys in Cowboys Stadium. What are we talking man. about? I don't know. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Pause. But in Big D, them boys, them boys go crazy. They go crazy, but it ain't it ain't like playing Philly and Philly. Shout out or to CD Baltimore Lamb. And Baltimore. CD and Lamb looking like uh 1B in the top two receivers this year. He he won yeah. B. Tyreek hey, won listen, I, I'm speaking freely because I ain't got no horse in the race. We 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 try to get our new quarterback. You know what I mean? Even oh, though so there's you, words, 
Yo, it's if rumors. you the Phoenix, bro, God. Yeah. There are rumors, though, that uh, that we might get Kirk again for another two years. AJ walking to the back now. Oh, shit. That still don't mean it's good. I done seen dude jog off with her. I ain't even going to say it, But, yeah. I mean, y'all got Devontae, man. Y'all be all right. Devontae out this game, too. But um, oh, I was going to say, man. Uh, but, yeah, I, I want to get C.D. Lamb his flowers, man, because I know people mess with Cooper Cup because he played a slide. C.D. played a slide. It's like, look, man, them dude, them, them jokers got a lot of yards. <laughs> I don't care. They got a lot of yards. A lot of yards, man. Hey, CD, CD earned his eighty-eight this year. I ain't, I ain't, yeah. I ain't gonna hate on it. I ain't gonna hate on CD, dog. He broke the record in sixteen games. He yeah. ain't need seventeen. Yeah, Damn, he had a record that long though. That's crazy. And he was playing in the era where it was two yards in the cloud of dust. Yeah, I'll let you know, Michael was special. Yeah, I make you appreciate Michael Irvin. Yeah, it is. It do. Until he said something stupid like comparing <laughs> Michael Penix to uh. To Michael Vick, that was just dumb. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah, do you compare them? Say, because they both left-handed. He talking oh, about yeah, he's talking about the way the way the football jump off their hands. Yeah, I was Mike. like, man, come on, bro. Yo, yo, yo playmaker, <laughs> playmaker, use a Hall of Famer, use a bad man. But dog, you be saying some stuff. I'd be like, what? I feel like what's Westbrook? What? Mm, I didn't get the chance to ask you, Fred Taylor. Did Fred Taylor deserve to be in the uh, Hall of Fame over Eddie George? <sighs> mm. Now, how much does media help Fred Taylor get media in? Media helps Fred a lot. Yeah, media is definitely. Once you step into the medium realm as a former player, it'll help you a bit. It really will. Because now you got to think you're rubbing elbows with those guys who dictate who's getting in. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, he dropped it. That's crazy. Oh, he caught it. Oh, okay, it? Uh, Brian Ooh. Robinson. Oh, word for the for the, oh the commanders tied it up. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. Eddie George was a bad man. Fred was bad, but Eddie George was a bad man. I mean, and you play was bad, though more. I mean, more attempts compared to what you know. I'm all about production over over usage. Fred had to share too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He did have to share, you know, on my notes to him. And we ain't gonna act like the dude he was sharing the backfield with was a slouch. No, no, no. MJD was dope. MJD was nice. Yeah, he was. But Fred, I mean, when Fred was healthy, Fred was different. Fred was different, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And this is this is like when we when we talk about Hall of Fame and if if it boils down to who should get in first, I so this is why why I would love for like guys who played against both players to really have a candid conversation because they can really take you behind the curtain. Because a lot of times all we can do as fans is look at numbers. That's it. And a lot of times numbers don't say a lot that should be said. We can only go off what we see personally from the games, right. but just how people like. If I game plan to stop you, it's very different than game plan to stop somebody else and you get your yards. So if I game plan to stop you and you got the yards versus I won't even worry about you and you got your yards. Like I knew who you were, but you got you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like different approaches. People use that with like receivers. Like, well, who was this? It's like a two, it's like a two sides of the coin. 
we look at a Calvin Johnson and be like, well, they forced it to him. They forced it to him. So he, he had to get all the catches and all the yards. And then we'll say, well, that means he was getting double covered. And then when somebody has a running mate that's very good, they be like, well, they benefited from not, you know, being by themselves. So it just depends on how you look at it, man. It's a it's a great conversation. Uh, I'm actually kind of happy that I was alive to see a lot of these guys. Like mm-hmm. I feel like, all right, like that nine that nineties era, that two thousand era was a mm-hmm. very good era as far as you know, especially the elevation of a like the evolution of an athlete. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. Um, so. Uh, there was another argument as far as Julio Jones, man. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, numbers. I mean, Julio Jones look a little, little looking a little different in the light, you know. What I mean, <laughs> but people talking about him being a first ballot, touchdowns. I just don't. Touchdowns, yeah, touchdowns. Don't first ballot, man. I, I don't. It's all about how you present it, right? If you attach Julio next to that run that AB had, he was the only yeah. receiver that was in the discussion when AB had that dominant run. He was right. the one guy that could that you could place beside him so it's all about how they perceive antonio brown even though antonio brown got touched down like the thing that hurt julio he just saying he ain't got the paint numbers man like when you talk about hall of fame you get very because that's funny because i bring up brandon marshall and i was told brandon marshall was just really good right he's just a really good player yeah but he got more touchdowns than your boy and julio yeah yeah brandon brandon got multiple like double digit seasons if I'm not mistaken, then Brandon was known to have a lot of receptions. One thing yeah. about him, he's gonna have a lot of catches. Yeah, Brandon, now, I, don't, I, 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 him, I believe him, that. They call I him just know what the cri- I just want to know what the criteria is when we're judging these guys because uh, you can't tell me numbers for one thing, and then we want to talk about impact for another thing for a guy. Um, it's just not consistent for me, you know what I mean. Yeah, and this is what this is what I always like to say, bro. I like to always get somebody's criteria and say, can we use it across the board? Like that's to me, that's why I feel like Hall of Fame, I shouldn't it should not have a name at the top. I should not no. be able to see your name. I should not see what teams you play for. Just give me your numbers and the years you play in all pros and awards, the accolades. I don't want to see your name. I don't want to see the team you play for. I just want to see. That's accolades. That's it. Because you look at Mike Evans, right? My mm-hmm. thing with Mike Evans being uh first ballot, to me, if he keeps this up for – I mean, he got what? I think he got another three to four years to – Yeah, about three to four, yeah. That's 13, 14 oh, years. Seven, seven. Yeah, if he keeps this up, you know what I mean? Like, it, the, oh. you can't deny the numbers. If he go 12 straight years with a 1,000 yards – yeah, like then we we do we do get hung up on first ballot, right? Why wait? Why am I waiting to put him in? Pause. <laughs> I gotta like so think about this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just wait. So he got to wait a year because they ain't put To in first, or they ain't put Chris mm-hmm. Carter in the first time. Like, yeah, what? If you a Hall of Famer, why I gotta wait? And then and then look at this. There's only one other player besides him that has done what he's done. And that's top one in Jerry. The top so. the crim to the crim. <laughs> yeah. Imagine so. Jerry Rice in a past happy era. Right. Right. I mean, his offense was ahead of his time. Right. But he still had a thousand yard rushing back and a thousand yard receiving back. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, look at Larry. What if Larry? <laughs> what if Larry never went to Arizona? It would have went to one of these guys. Like, what if he would have went to Minnesota, or would have went to Dallas, or would have went to one of these guys man. like to throw the football? We can't, we can't like, we can't like Kurt. Kurt won't get in that boy that field though. Hey man, Anquan, Anquan came out the gate for the same oh, yeah. organization getting busy. So the QB, yeah. knew, like they might, they might be considered trash can juice, but they knew. No, they're good. Is. Everybody's good when they get to this <laughs> you know, level. Don't, don't I'm just saying. Wrong. I'm just saying. Respectfully. Yes, the organization might not have been good, but at least the guys under center knew the assignment. Get him. Like, that's one thing I always say about Hopkins. No matter what quarterback he played alongside, they knew get the ball to 10. I, I'm getting it to him. But that's what's, Any means that's, necessary. That's what's, that's what's going on with Andrew, and Andrew, Andre Johnson. All his yep. guys knew get him the football. Get him the ball. And you should be. So, this is what I understand about when they get it. They, they go at uh, they go at Jefferson. The Jefferson seemed frustrated. They go at uh, AJ Brown. He seemed for every receiver, you may see some, you may not see some. They right. all want the ball every chance they could get. Why yeah. wouldn't they? And he got the ball today because he chipped over a thousand yards. And he barely played this season. So what? That's how JJ is. That boy, and they, look, so he had no targets in the first quarter. It was like, yo, JJ, like, hey, man, stop playing with that ball, QB. You know where to come. Right here. Pause. Throw it to me. Yeah, but but that's my thing. So it's like when you have guys like like the arguments when they talk about Reggie Wayne and Andre Johnson and all that. Mm-hmm. Hope. Um, I feel like to me, I think Andre gets in. Reggie, Reggie to me got away the year. I mean because we're going to be nitpicky, right? We're going to be nitpicky. And we said this the last time you was up here. When you mm-hmm. put those three names in, you go, this being nitpicky, folks, so this is not dissing them. Mm-hmm. Andre was never considered a number two on his team. Those other two were number twos at some point. Yeah. On their team. Because they had Isaac Bruce and Marvin Harrison, two other Hall of Famers. Right. But we just, we being nitpicky. Yeah. That's our argument for Andre. You know but, what I'm saying? But that's what I was saying about Eddie George. Look at Eddie George amongst his peers when he played at his height. With, mm. I mean, I, he may have been top. I don't know. I guess he could, you could see he was top five, but he was never a top one. Was he? Was like as far as you know what? Let me look at Eddie Eddie George uh, stats and then go to like the season to see where he where he stacked up as far as um, rushing yards for that season and where he ended. Up. That's a because I I never like sometimes you gotta. You have to approach like that because people are going to do that when uh, Gore is eligible to be a Hall of Famer. We look at his total; he's number two all-time leader rusher. But they're going to say, "But who's he?" It's that longevity award. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. the same. Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith got that longevity award. So yeah, I mean, you do praise like that. That says a lot too, though. You you praise it. Mm-hmm. You do praise it, but it makes you really sit back, like, but how good, like. Were you really that good, or you just really that you was really that durable at the end of the day? Brett Favre, really that durable, we, yeah. We already, you already know about that conversation. Yo, Brett Favre, <laughs> yeah, gunslinger. That's it. That's like the ultimate. Uh, I don't count his interceptions <laughs> against him. Let me see if I can do individual. So, where did Eddie end up his rookie year when he had like twelve hundred yards? Damn, they didn't want to give me individual. Doing. Curtis, Curtis was playing when he was playing. Oh yeah, Curtis was. Yeah, Curtis Martin was always up there. 
Oh. So let me see yards. Barry. So Eddie George, his rookie year, Barry Sanders was number one in the league, 1,500. Terrell Davis, 1,500. Jerome Bettis, 14. Ricky Waters, 14. And then Eddie George, as a rookie, was fifth with 1,300. Jesus. Eddie played a long time. Damn, I forgot Eddie went in. He outrushed, he outrushed Emmitt Smith that year. Emmitt had – he was eighth with 12 12.04. I forgot Eddie was like – like he went back that far. <laughs> yeah, he was 23 years old that season. So 97 rushing leaders. Eddie George was third. He was behind Jerome Bettis. Oh no, hold on. That's a tense. My bad. He was actually fifth again. Barry had 2,000. Terrell had 17. Bettis had 16. Dorsey Levins 14. And then Eddie had 13.99 with Napoleon Kaufman behind. Emma Smith was 12th with 1074. Napoleon, Napoleon is one of those sleepers. Uh, yeah, that joke was Take so fast. Like, <laughs> he was so fast, bro. Yeah. And, and then in 90, 1998, Terrell Davis had 2,000. Jamal Anderson had 1846. Good God. Eddie was seventh that year. Mm-hmm. With Barry Sanders was fourth. Garrison Hurst was third. And Emma Smith was fifth with 1,300. Marshall Falk had 1,300. Curtis Martin was right behind. Eddie George that year. And Fred Taylor was number 10 that year. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 99. I, I like stuff like this because I see like if they were consistent. So Eddie George has been top five every year. This season, he was number six. Mm-hmm. 99, he was number six. Edron James was number one with 15. Curtis, 14. Stephen Davis, 14. Emma Smith was fourth with 1397. Marshall hey, Falk was fifth. The competition of running back was, was crazy. Fred Taylor was 22nd. He had 732 that year. Mm-hmm. So this is like a essentially it turns into like a head-to-head. And then so mm-hmm. this is season Eddie George was this 2000. He led the league in rushing attempts with right. 400, but he was third in rushing yards. Andrew James has 17. Robert Smith, your boy, 1521. Fred mm-hmm. Taylor was six that year, 1399. So Eddie George has been Fifth, fifth, six, now three. Mm-hmm. 2001. What was Eddie? Let's see. Oh, Stanley that Eddie, Eddie was uh, 17th in the league this year. We had 939. What was Fred Taylor at? I don't know what. Fred, damn, where's Fred? Did Fred get hurt this year? I don't he see might have, he might have gotten hurt. 2000, 2001. Ricky, Mr. Ricky Williams season. Eddie is 14th with 1165. Fred Taylor was ninth with 1314. So Fred had more yards than Eddie in 2002. Right. 2003. Eddie was 15th. Fred was sixth. All right, so Fred's starting to get the best to Eddie now. 2004. Mm-hmm. Eddie was, damn, 42nd, 432. That's because yeah, them, them carries. Them carries started to catch yeah. up with him. And Fred was top 10. Yeah. Yeah, and, them, them carries and, did take a toll on him. If you do the comparison on the field, 
I mean, it obviously it's two different running styles, mm-hmm. but it was just like with Fred was just gliding on the field, dog. Yeah, it was a, was a pattern ram too. So that the run style, because that's what we was talking about with uh with Derrick Henry is, is for Derrick Henry to be a, a bigger back. He's not a typical. He's not a bruiser guy though. Like he's not taking big shots on himself. You know sense. who? You know who Derrick Henry remind me of? Uh, Eric Dickerson. Because Eric Dickerson. What? As far as, look, at, look at this. Jalen Hurst about to be out now with what looks like a dislocated finger on his throwing hand. I can't make this shit up. Middle finger looks broken on the throwing hand. Washington trying to help us out, and we can't get right. Yo. <laughs> what? Jalen might have broken his finger? Let me check Twitter verse, because I know they're going crazy. Yeah, better go get foals. <laughs> Who the backup? Uh, Mariota, right? Yeah, Mariota. Oh, man. That's crazy, bro. What was you about to say, though? I cut you off. No, you good. Um, I was just saying, like, uh, what 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 Henry kind of reminded me of was like how you having a bigger guy. Um, was Eric Dickerson? Eric Dickerson was a big dude. Oh wow! So it looked like it's right in this joint right here. Like if you can see, it looked like yeah, nah, he's down. He, he ain't throwing with that. What you throwing with? Oh, with the middle. It's his middle finger. Yeah. So it's the grip hand. It's a grip finger because you could get away with your pink, with your index finger not being on the ball. But this is this drives it right here, the middle finger. Yeah. Damn. He didn't get in. What happened, yo? I think Curtis, it looked like he's going, but uh, he didn't get his second foot down. I ain't Curtis told Sanders. you that, huh? Man, the Eagles down 9 0. <laughs> Man, they ass ain't going to win. Oh, Barkley just scored, so it's 10 0. Yeah, the Eagles need to go ahead and pack that up, bro. Don't, don't win a division. Ain't no need. Ain't no need. It's over with. Yeah, ain't no need. <laughs> Just limp, limp into the playoffs, brothers. You know, don't win the folder. Yeah. Because the Cowboys are messing around and don't see that they losing and just be like, oh, let, let's go ahead and stop competing. Put that man finger back in place. Yeah. <laughs> let, it, I mean, uh-huh. let it chill. And they're going to shoot him up next week. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I just waiting to tomorrow to do gridiron. Uh, I think I'm gonna do uh Tuesday after it'll be like uh just to get into the playoffs. Okay. Like wrap the season up. Yeah. So I'll do the live show on. T- I don't know. Do be a live show or recording. I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. I'm about to go ahead and end this man. I just want to do something on Sunday on the last week. You yes, know, sir. appreciate you tapping in though, my guy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, My man, D-Money, Gridiron Bullies, man. Make sure y'all follow them on Twitter. Follow him on Twitter and check their YouTube page out as well, man. Great content and uh, definitely entertaining.
Oh, please show up for Twitter tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of sad faces. I'll be listening. A lot of, a lot of hair rolls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Sporty goes, man, listen. Zara said he got something on deck. I said, man, you better leave Sporty alone, man. Yeah, I know yeah. She looking, I know she feeling sick right now, bro. He ain't got no, he ain't got no nerve to talk either. You know he don't care, though. Here. Misery <laughs> love company, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, bro, man. You have a great rest of the day, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. My man, D-Money. Hey, look, man, that's all we got for you today. Appreciate you for tapping in. If you're looking at it live, appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Ballhawk Show Podcast 2.0, man. Um, As you can see, man, I'm doing more and more videos, and then I'm going to start doing more and more just recaps of, like, hot topics of the week. So y'all be on the lookout for that. That won't be recorded live. That'll just be something that I record, edit, and upload. So I'm trying to have more and more video content for my YouTube channel. But uh, salute to Believe Network. Uh, go to Believe. B-L-E-A-V.com. Search the Ball Hawk Show. Make sure you always know when we have a new episode. If you got uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave feedback, leave a review. But that's it, man. We out of here, man. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Oh, Ball Hawk, we out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.